We are now. All right. Welcome, everybody. It is episode 88 of Hot Take from the Kitchen. Taking quite a break here. Life happens. I needed it. I, I, I can tell you this much. I mean, if it was, I either take the break when I need the break or we just stop. Yeah. And I don't want to necessarily yeah. stop. So um, it's been a, I don't know. We're going to talk about it. Yeah, so we're going to get into Things it. have happened since the last episode. Well, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, we could talk about it. We'll go over <laughs> it. All right. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram. Just search Hot Take from the Kitchen. And our email address is hottakefromthekitchen at gmail.com. It is H-O-T-T-A-K-E-F-R-O-M-T-H-E-K-I-T-C-H-E-N at gmail.com. And we do have one email. And if you listened to the last episode, you know that we asked a question for a prize. And we had one respondent so far, and that was Claire LaFleur. A previous guest. And she's are we announcing her answer? Or do we keep that and then as people I can leave it out. Yeah. Well I guess we have to decide that. I guess we just need more people to respond. Well I, I think we were. I, I mean I've been meaning Matt sent me a picture that I've been meaning to post. Um, and it goes all the way to November fifth, so now that's the good news. So I mean um, yeah, it's another month. Yeah, so go ahead though. All right, she just, Claire said, Hey guys, so I'm always behind at listening to episodes. I was just finishing up episode 87 and the giveaway. I may be too late, and you aren't, but I predict a percentage that we're keeping hidden. I really enjoyed Mary and Jesse's episode. Thank you for all the work you guys put into the pod. I love learning more about the place I have lived the longest in my life. So thank you, Claire. I like getting emails. So please send more. So much to unpack on one little email. Yes. So first, it's amazing that Alpina is the place where Claire's lived the longest. Yeah. Which I never knew until we got to know her here on the pod. Yeah. That to me is always cool. Someone like you and me both who have lived in different spots and have traveled a little bit in their lives. I mean, so for lack of a better term, I, I certainly consider it, so I'm sure you feel it. is home to me. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's where I've lived the longest. Yeah. yeah. So it, it, it's, it's cool when you, I don't know, you just hear stuff like that. I think it resonates with me maybe because I have traveled so much. Or I shouldn't say traveled. You have moved. moved. Yeah, I have moved so much. So, yeah. So... I have kept tonight's episode somewhat hidden for you. Yes. I've done that for multiple two reasons because I wanted your, not on the fly, but I think oh, it would work. Your so the honest first reaction. Well, yeah, honest reaction. And I, I think once you see where I'm going with a lot of this, I, I think you go dig it. So so I think first things first. Do we want to do, well, let's do hot takes. I do have some. Okay, let's do hot takes and we'll go from there. All right. The first hot take is the notorious RBG died on Friday. So Ruth Bader Ginsburg, a Supreme Court justice. Give me your hot take on it. No, I'll give you mine. <sighs> we could be in a shitload of trouble with yep. the way the Supreme Court goes if yeah. they push this through. Okay. I, I that's that's a great hot take. That's probably the most important hot take, yeah. yeah. Fair enough. I mean, some people won't see it that way, but I think we will be. That's the first thing that came in my mind. Well I was like I'll tell you my second hot take that goes along with that. Well, that's not my first hot take. My second hot take that goes along with that, though, this is on her. This is an on... I mean, you can blame Donnie a little bit in his current administration. You can if you want to. That lady should have retired a while ago. Oh, yeah. And she should have stepped down when... If she could really, truly cared about all the things that she stood for, she should have stepped down a while ago. Oh, I think she would have if Hillary would have won. Right. But. Yeah. And maybe she did, and maybe that's her bad. Maybe she thought Hillary was going to win. Maybe she wanted Hillary to put it, and then Don happened, and then she kind of trying just to hang on to Tony. Yeah. Oh, I can respect that, but, um, yeah. Because she wasn't going to retire after Scalia died. Right. Because they weren't pushing anything through. So it would have been two open seats. That, so, yeah. Yeah. 
And I think it's just maybe it's lack of foresight on her part to like, wow, maybe I am 80 years old at the time. Yeah. Maybe I should do this while Brock's around. Yeah. I, I'm just, this is what I'm saying. Like, I mean, again, this is just, this is a hot take. This is what I'm saying. Like, sometimes, I think sometimes ego gets in the way a little bit of these things sometimes, oh, yeah. you know. And, um, but, and I can also see if you probably, if, if we go back in time, Wayne's World, do, 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 four years ago. At this time, we thought Hillary was going to be the next president of the United States. Yep. We honestly thought that four years ago at this time. So, I get it. Don't trust the polls. Yeah, I get it. I do. It just irks me how much politics comes into something like this. Yeah, I mean, yeah. wow, man, that kind of makes me want to talk about something else. You just <laughs> brought something else up. Something that's really been on my mind a lot. But I'll give you my hot take. My hot take when something like this happens is I get annoyed. Like right now, my beef's with the fake feminists. Like all of a sudden, everyone's posting about RGB. Yeah. Look, I understand that. I guess I just wish people would, the people that, you know, like people like Paige, who I've had an honest conversation with about her, and I know that actually cares politically what's going on in our society. Yeah. Mary Egan, who we had on a month ago, another great person, she could post all she wants. I hope she posts 12 times a day. They're allowed to. Yeah. I don't like is people when you never ever once acted like you care to me about, or you actually have gone the opposite. You've said like, oh, I don't like the system. I'm mad with it and I don't even care. And now you're going to act like this is a big deal. Though That's what upsets me. But... Uh, it's like the football people. I mean, yeah. We never knew you cared this much about football. And now all of a sudden. Yeah. All of a sudden you're like, oh my God, this is so much bogus that Michigan football is not playing. Yeah. I've never seen you once even posted a Michigan thing on game day. So don't even act like you care about Now again, maybe you're a store owner and there's some residual things involved in it. Oh, yeah. I'm okay with that. But you get what I'm saying. That's yeah. what upsets me the most. I just can't stand crap like that. Truthfully, my first reaction when I heard the news was, man, it's pretty sad for Cynthia. I, yes. I mean, <laughs> like, I thought, well, there goes our RBJ joke. days. Yeah, our, yeah I mean, RBJ. <laughs> I mean, that's just, yeah. So th- that's my, those are my first two hot takes. One, it's, I don't want to call them fake feminists, but just people that all of a sudden act like they care about women's rights and all those things, which all those memes and things, that the facts that people post, they are all historically correct in some yeah. context I guess I just wish people would actually care like those things mattered to them more on a day in and day out basis that annoys me is all I get it and then the other thing is is I guess I just wish you would have maybe been a little bit smarter about this mm. that's all but again you know hindsight's twenty twenty. maybe she thought maybe she had a physical like you're gonna lose your 100 yeah. Ruth. I mean I don't know I mean, yeah, had so. the documentary on her. She's working out. Yeah, so I mean, again, like I said, I get it. I just, you know, just speaking from the heart. It's that's my hot take. I'm not saying they're right. I'm just yeah. saying that's what they are. So, oh, I kind of figured we were in trouble when she was in the hospital a couple weeks ago. Right. All right, hold on. Unless, what if she would have died of COVID? Oh, <laughs> that's just for that fun. would have been interesting. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> All right. The Lions lost again yesterday. 0-2 on the season. It's not looking good. So what I liked about yeah, last week's or yesterday's loss, and I'm sure you're probably going to feel the same way, while Matt Stafford did play a part in yesterday's loss because this is a team sport, so he has some of the blame. Yeah. He certainly wasn't hung out to dry like it was last week. No. For fire Patricia? Yeah. I mean, I think you have to. Yeah, they should have done it after last season. Yeah, um, I think Quinn has some blood on his hands here, and Quinn needs to be careful because if he's not, he's going to be gone next too. Yeah. I like Quinn though. That's a thing. Yeah, I mean, he's made some good moves. Yeah. Just injuries are well, playing a part. That's here, part so. of the, and that's what something I wanted to talk, as a hot take today. I wanted to talk about, but we can kind of keep you know going, whatever you know. Um, yeah, so how do you feel with the Lions? Not looking good, huh? Worst to first isn't necessarily feeling too hot right now. No, no. I mean, the hype was being pushed on me in the 
before the season started with some podcasts and stuff. So, but I was trying to keep my hopes down. But I didn't think it'd be this bad. Right? You now. should. I for a while back. I decided, and I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just telling you my point of view, I guess. I am a hopeless romantic. I always am with these things. And I believe every year that there's a chance they can do it. There's always a chance. So That's why we have this don't stop believing. Well, and why play? I mean, if if, if we're not even going to believe that the Lions can do it, why are they even playing the games? You might as well just give the trophy to whoever you think is going to win. So, I mean, I always believed that there could be a chance. And there still is a chance. I mean, it's early. Just need Herman words there. That's why you play the game. Let's do that real quick. Who do you want? What did you take her by the words? No. I don't know who I would want. I guess get the quarterback figured out. And yeah. Because I don't think Stafford's going to be around much longer, unfortunately. No. No. Any more hot takes? Uh, I'll go to the NBA playoffs. Down to the Final Four with Miami and Boston and L.A. and Denver. So just two of those teams. I, what I like is on each side. Have you watched the basketball playoffs? I've actually watched more basketball this year than I have in previous years. I'm the same way. I'm sure it's one of the only things on sometimes. but yeah. um, Like you, I feel... I've watched a lot of it, and I'm amazed that Denver, and then of course on the other side of that equation is Miami. Yeah, really cool. Yeah. So, Duncan Robinson, baby. I mean, tearing it up. I have a hard time with Duncan Robinson, and it's not him. What I have a difficult time with, and I'm sure you can relate to this, is that people are all like, "Oh my God, you probably never heard of Duncan Robinson before," and then I just get mad. <laughs> Because of course I've heard of. He's Duncan came Robinson. out of nowhere. He's no. come out of nowhere. Like no. he went to Michigan for three years. I mean, come on. <laughs> he was playing on national TV. Sure, it's unexpected for him to be there, but it's not that unknown. See, I can tell it bothers you even. See, I can. But tell. they skip over the Michigan part. It's like, yeah, he went to D three, and now he's in. And the then he D3. went to the D league, and now he's yeah. I know. See, I'm glad. See, doesn't it feel good? Yeah. yeah, I mean, that bothers me as well. Um, but you know, I mean, yeah. So, who do you got in the finals? Are we headed for the inevitable? Well, I think the Lakers are going to be in there, and I really think Miami's going to make it. Yeah. Do you think that Miami beats LA? Probably not, but I hope they do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think Miami winning it all is a really cool yeah. idea. Is a, is a cool story. Um, I think they match up well with L.A. Yeah, I think Miami's a problem team for almost everybody, which is what's really cool about them. Um, I love that lineup where they go Duncan Robinson, Tyler Arrow, Arrow, um, Dragic, Butler, and then they, um, DeBeo, or whatever is how you ever say it. Ben Manabayo. I mean, they essentially put four shooters plus a small forward out there. But he's that guy's so athletic and freakish that he's able yeah. to guard all five. And I just love how they're all able to dribble, kind of. Duncan Robinson's your worst dribbler in that group. But they all can shoot. Whatever he lacks in dribbling, he makes up for floor spacing. Oh, yeah. So I, I just think that's an amazing. And they all defend well. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I guess talking about Bam Adebayo, people are saying that his block in game one against Jason Tatum on the dunk attempt is the greatest block in the playoffs. Which we know is wrong. Well, I think LeBron's block is overrated. So, Well, we, it's Tayshaun. Yeah, we already know Tayshaun yeah. is the best block. In the, but everybody's given all this love to LeBron. I don't think LeBron would have blocked that shot if he did, if Iguodala didn't have to double clutch. Yeah. Because J.R. Smith was there. Yeah. And J.R. Smith doesn't get any <laughs> And I don't think that... I mean, well, that's a great block. I, I, I Okay, so Bam's block was better than LeBron's block. Yes. Because I, I, I think what makes Bam's block so amazing is 
Tatum went up to go ahead and shit out. Oh him. yeah, yeah. He was trying to shit that. I ball. mean, his hand was like this. Yeah. It was going in. Yeah, he, he was he was cocking that son of a gun back. So I respect that. I also respect Bam for meeting him at the rim. I love that. And if, even if he would have gotten shat on, I still would have respected for him going up to challenge oh, him. Yeah. That. that being said, like some people were like, well, Tatum should retire now. Like, no. <laughs> if anything, for him going to try to dunk the ball on a game winner, it to me is just as good as Bam going up there and trying to block it. I just I love that whole thing. That's old school NBA that you and I love. Yeah. Um, but Tayshon's block is the best block. Oh, yeah. And he ran that thing down like no other. Pistons won a championship because of that block. I know. And very well, if Miami wins, maybe we'll come revisit this. Yeah. Maybe we'll sit there and say, wow, maybe that block was the block bet. Yeah. They won, and we can revisit. So maybe we are being a little too hot takeish with it. But well, that's the point. That's, <laughs> that is the name of our pod. So, um, okay. Anything else? No, that's all I got. I don't know. Talk about anything. I got an NFL hot take for you, and this is really more of sports overall with people rushing to get sports onto our TV and back in our mind. Um, all the injuries this week. Oh, yeah. It was crazy yesterday. It's obviously that these players are not in shape or ready for a lot oh, of yeah. this. Um, at what point do you feel, I mean, if you're a player, do you feel, do you think the players are mad about it, or do you think they're just thankful to be playing and this is part of what the deal is? Um. I think it's probably a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure the ones who are turned their ACLs or their Achilles are really regretting it. Yeah. It's just a lot of hamstring injuries and stuff like that. Well, it's, and it's all this, these fast twitch injuries of that you're just not ready yeah. for. What I, I find it interesting, like, let's use Saquon. I don't, I don't know Saquon's training routine during quarantine, but I do know Tom Brady was throwing balls to Mike Evans all through quarantine and everybody had a problem with it. So it's just, I find stuff like that a little bit interesting. Like, I don't know, it'll be interesting to see as, we, as I'm moving forward, how many people get hurt and so on and so forth. So, yeah. Well, it'll probably be endless. <laughs> yeah. I think the Lakers will win. To answer the question in that earlier, I think the Lakers win, I don't know. Maybe Denver's just waiting to go down 3-1 and then they make their comeback. That would be cool. <laughs> um, and I think it's going to be LA Boston. I really do. I think Boston figured something out. And then the, and the whole real, and I still watch it when I watch that game. I love Miami, how hard they play. They play really, really hard, especially on defense. Every ball, someone's diving after. And if I had to pick one thing, I don't want to call Tatum lazy because I sort of don't feel like he is a lazy basketball player. But watching him guard Jimmy Butler, like, I can't tell you how many times I'd see him just like poke at the ball and then Butler would move by him and he'd just kind of stand there or the ball be on the floor and he just is looking at it. Like, that's the difference that Miami's making versus Boston right now is they're just, every play is do or die. So. And I think if, and I think they addressed that the last game. I think of Boston just upset intensity all around. And I guess they had a fight between Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart. In the locker room, saying, and they were like, kind of like, you need to do better, and you need to do better. I don't think, I don't want to say they orchestrated that, but those are the two best defensive players on that team going at each other. I think they were not arguing at each other. I think they were passively aggressive, calling out <laughs> Jason Tatum, saying, you need to knuckle up, you know. And so that's getting Gordon Hayward back probably helped a little. Oh, 100%. He spaces the floor out. He would do things just simple things like he'd make that extra pass. I think one time he hit a wide open three, and you wonder, like, was that going to be a brick that someone else threw up? I mean, it just, like, it helps a lot. Yeah. I mean, you get an all star back. <laughs> just needs to lose a mustache. Yeah, it's, it's kind of weird. creepy. Yeah. It's... All right. So I think we're about to take a break with the hot takes. All right. We're just going to move on, and then I'll just splice some of them. Yeah. So, what I want to talk to you first is I think it would be a good point for us to take a step back and talk about what we are and what our pod is. I think we are 88. Yes. 88 episodes deep. And I think while people maybe in the beginning, and we have a great intro, by the way, I love our intro. I still don't think we talk about who you are. So why don't you tell people who you are? I guess I'm Bradley. Yeah. That's right. You're Bradley Zalowski. And what do you do? I do accounts payable for Omni. I work for Northwood Solutions, but it all falls under the Omni umbrella of companies. 
And you've been working from home. Yes, still. I work from home. Been doing that since March. Don't know when I'll be back in the office full time. I was told one time a little bit ago that it would probably be well into next year before they thought about bringing us all back. But the way things are going, a lot of people are working in the office full time. Hmm. We can parlay this into, I heard today there's three confirmed cases in our schools. So I think what's going to be interesting is now that COVID is going to spread through our kids in our community. So it's going to be interesting. And then then I think that's where it affects someone like you. You know, because these kids outside of parents, if the parents get it, et cetera, et cetera. So what a mess. We have, there's some parents that have kids in school. I think it's one or two. Others are small kids, but I guess it's at Child Development Center. Yeah. Same born in all saints. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. nice. Mm-hmm. Um, you are obviously um, single, which we're going to get to later on, so we don't need to dig into that right now. But yeah. um, you are the youngest of? I'm the youngest of three kids. My parents are originally from Alpena, and we moved around because my dad was in the Army. So I've lived in Germany and Louisiana for moving to Alpena in 1992, and I've been here most of the time since then. It's been four years in college at Saginaw Valley, where I just absolutely love college. Miss it. It's mostly my friend's class, some of them. But besides those four years and the couple months I lived in Ann Arbor, I've been in Alpena. So where I'm going with this is, I feel like this is something we should do like every four episodes. Because I think every once in a while you get a new listener and they're like, well, these guys sound cool, but I really don't know anything about them. Yeah. And then there's nothing wrong with going back to episode one. Yeah. You know, or episode, I think, 18, we did something like this. But I think it's good to just recap. Like, hey, who are you? Who are you talking? We talk to each other, but we always talk about yeah. us. Yeah. Um, and then lastly, maybe talk about how your job... You're able to listen to podcasts all day. Yes. So so you love podcasts. Yes. I've listened to podcasts all day pretty much. And even when I'm done working and cooking or something, I still listen to podcasts. And I have my lineup of the ones I listen to, like Bill Simmons' podcast and Way Down in the Hole. It's The Wire Recap. I just love The Wire. Greatest show on television. Um, yeah, it's mostly sports and uh, just random things. Yeah, and that's fine. I just, but I guess my whole point when I was trying to convey to our listeners is you listen to podcasts, you love podcasts. Yes. You subscribe to more than one. Yeah. Safe to say. So, <laughs> and then my name's Steve Jacobson. I sell cars at Clefancy Chevrolet. Um, I've Brad and I are best friends, it's easy to say, and we've been friends for a really long time. I am married, and I have three kids, all who my youngest went to college uh, this last spring, or this, I'm sorry, this last year. He graduated last spring, and he's off to college right now. Um, and I really don't know how we got here. People, if I ask, if I could have one question that's asked me the most, it's how do we start a podcast? Um, and we just decided to start doing it. We've always yeah. talked about it. Um, but really all the meanings that matter is, is that if you found us here, I guess what has happened kind of is we've been having guests on that I'm curious about. Yeah. And both, and it, 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 that's how it really started, but it's become a bold thing for both of us. And we like to have people in that um, maybe you've heard about in the community, and maybe I've heard about, you've heard about, and we didn't know everything about them. Or yeah. Let's say we know, let's well, use Jackie, because it's a great example. We all knew Jackie was... Or was the person at the chamber, their director. But you maybe didn't know that, you know, where she was from. Maybe you knew she was from Alpena, maybe you didn't. Maybe you didn't know, you know, all these little things that just to give some uh, background and some, you know, just some, to fill in some of the gaps. So, so you hear someone and you learn about them. And I know I've had a couple people, Matt Duffler told me, um, Claire told me, and I've had other people that, that are new to our community 
they actually love listening to our podcast because it's all these people that are involved in our community. You get to know about them. So you feel yeah. like when you do meet them, you have a little background in there. Yeah. So that's kind of what our pod has become. Yeah. It's just this little maybe miniature talk of the town or however you want to call it. Um, but we have people on that's in our community, and sometimes they're really cool people like the mayor. Yeah. And sometimes they're just our friends, and we just talk. Uh, we are absolutely obsessed with the 1997-98 AHS basketball team. Yeah. So And we've slowly worked our way through that team and, and plan on continuing to do so. Yeah. Um, so it's just... Uh, the way I, I was asked last week, what I told somebody about our podcast, and she wanted to know... What it was about like you know we bring people on to, from the community and some of them are local figures that are big and some are just our friends who we want to bullshit with so. yeah I, I, claire's a great example of someone who i know and you knew but i didn't know about her i didn't you know and i learned i've always wanted to get to know her and i think other people are curious about certain people like that too at least yeah. i am so yeah we're just having fun yeah, yeah, and I, I actually, I really like it. I mean, I, I genuinely enjoy having people on and getting to know them and the different things that have worked. It has not been perfect. It has been a huge learning curve for both of us. Um, we don't have a studio. We use your kitchen, which is why we're called in a kitchen. We've gotten, we're not making any money from this. And we are slowly, the Zoom recorder is really the, the biggest investment we've made on there. And we've gotten well, that from Greg. Yeah. Well, but I mean, we're in it together, 100%. So... Um, so yeah, that is what I thought we would talk about first. We just get a little background on us and our podcast for the people that are just joining in and just yeah. checking in. Because mm-hmm. I know we've had some new listeners, not just some people dropping by and they're kind of wondering like what we're all about. So I thought that you and I, in their defense, one last thing, if you will listen to us, as you are probably very found out, you will get lots of sports. Yes. And movie lines. Yes. Because those are two favorite things. Yes. Yes. Lots of Top Gun. <laughs> Lots of Top Gun. Foreshadowing. Yes. Did you see... Sorry, but it's important. I wanted to bring it up if it's not important. That the new season of Archer started this week. I saw it was starting. Did you hear about what's going on? No. Archer's finally out of the coma. Yeah. I got to play some catch up. Okay. So can I talk about it to you at all without ruining it too much or no? Uh, I watched some of last season. Okay. But I didn't really get to watch two seasons before that. Okay. Do you you know that, like, Woodhouse died? No. Oh, sorry. No, it's it's been a while. (laughs) Okay. So it was always on on times where I couldn't watch it. (laughs) So Woodhouse died. And Archer got shot at the end. Did you see the, the one episode where he sacrificed his life to save everyone? I might have. Okay, and then he got one into a coma. All right. Okay, so then he's in the coma in this hospital. That's how season, I think season six started that way. And then while he was in this coma, he dreamt that he was... Oh, thank God. I thought Alvin Kamara got hurt. You need to take a look. Some dude ran into this truck that's sitting in the end zone. <laughs> And I thought it was Alvin Kamara. I was like, well, my fantasy football team is done. We're just going to quit fantasy football this year. Um, anyways, so he's in this coma. And while he's in this coma, he's dreaming. So that's when the first one was, was like he was a private eye in the 1950s. And all the people that are normal in the show play different characters. Then there was Danger Island, season seven. And then I forgot what season. It was in space last year. Oh, in space. So they, depending on how you talk to who you feel with, and of course maybe our listeners are hey Archer or whatever, and his misogyny, but whatever we could talk about that later. Um, um, he's been in this coma and he keeps dreaming about all these different right. things. And some people loved it, and some people hated it. I wasn't a necessarily a big fan. So, but he's out of the coma now, and he's been in the coma for three years though. So it's actually taken in a real place. So he's come back into the world and everything has changed for him. And it is. I mean, I've watched that show, like I said, for the past three seasons. And I've laughed more in the first two episodes than I did all those three seasons combined. All right. So good. It's just it's so, a good thing it's on Hulu. So I yeah. Watch it. It'll be in my next binge probably. Then. Yes. So then that's it. Not that they weren't bad, but just something about them. 
I don't know. I love Archer, so. <laughs> it is a great show. <laughs> All right. So that's that. I want to talk about that. And then that was that segue. I just want to felt like I wanted to update our listeners, for lack of a better yeah. term. Yeah. And we are marching toward 100. We have 12 episodes to go with the year. It's going to be really close. Taking like a couple of weeks off, but I mean, whatever. So yeah. I'm not losing sleep over it. So we can always stack them up in the middle of the week, too. So, um, but yeah, so that's that. It's been hard getting a chance to work out when everything closes so early, and I don't get done working until late at night. Where can I even go to stay in shape? Zen 24 Hour Fitness Center is the place you seek. Whoa, where's that at? It's located at US 23 South in Alpena, across from Kiff Miller's Produce in the Lutz Plaza. Wow, thanks, God. Anytime, bro. Zen 24-Hour Fitness Center. For more information, find us on Facebook or call 884-4397. Zen, find peace in your busy life and get a workout when you want it. So as a lot of you guys know, I do video. That came through from, some of it came through for work. And, um... But also, I take pictures, which I know you know. I know that started back, I think, two and a half years ago. I started my secret Instagram page. It wasn't really secret. I mean, I just didn't let people know it was me because I didn't want people to be like, I have a decent Facebook following, safe to say. Yeah. And I didn't want people to be like, oh, great. Your photos are great because, you know, they're just trying to be, and I wanted the photos to speak for themselves. So for three or four months, I just let it kind of hide not very well, but I just didn't advertise that I just started this Instagram page. And a lot of it was through encouragement of you. Um, Griffin and Justin were very instrumental in that. And then uh, a couple months later, Rick rolled out his Instagram page. Yeah. And um, he, he's definitely taken more seriously oh, yeah. than I am. And that's I love that about him. Got more time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, but he's... You know, it's um, it's been an interesting journey. My journey, or my origination, or whatever you want, I did was to post one picture a day, decently edited picture, and I didn't care how, how it was. Um, but it was to get me to take pictures more and just teach myself things, and it did work. Lord knows that had its effect on it. Um, and my, as I've got better, my equipment got fancier, and then adding software, which. I know you're well aware of what I use now because you use it too. Yeah. And, um, but as you, you know, as you do it more, you, I got better and whatever. So, um, but Rick started his page and then we kind of did that. And then you got, I don't want to say you got sick of us talking about it, but it at least inspired you loosely. Yes. Yes. Do you see where this is going now finally? Yeah. Do you see how I did this? I good. Yeah. I'm like, I, I like how I use it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so about a year ago. It was probably a year, just the beginning of this year. Yeah, so I mean like about a year ago. I mean like coming coming up. Yeah. We started picking on you about getting a camera. We started talking about you getting yeah. a camera. Yeah. And then finally, nine months ago, it was the beginning of the year because I, I just was getting ready to do a studio session. Yes. Yeah. You decided you, you, were, you bought a camera. Yeah. And you were just like... When did it? Yeah. And the, I love the camera you got. Yeah, it's nice. It's a great it's camera. Treated me well. Yep, and what I like about your camera is you can grow with it, and it's still always going to be a great camera. Yeah. And if you want to get Lord knows fancier with it, you can. But if you want to just stay right there and just buy some nicer lenses for it, it's going to be a great camera for you. Yeah. But you buy a camera, and then two months. Mm. Two or three. You started Maybe around the beginning of the pandemic. I don't know. Yeah, you started posting a picture a day. Yeah. And uh, first, let's talk about the reception of the picture of the day. Well, some are better than others. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean that, yeah. that, that that's part of it. I yeah. mean that's part of the experience. You learn. I mean, let's let's be honest. I'm sure people know this already because they've done it themselves. I mean, almost everyone has a camera phone now. Oh yeah. yeah. For every one photo you post, you you took twelve. Yeah, I mean, like we all know that. But and then some of them are great, and some are like you can't do. I choose this one, this one because they're both good. Some are like, man, that did not work out at all. That's crap. Delete it. 
Well, I'm going to go in a totally different direction, but some of it is trial and error and working through it all. Yeah. Yeah. And then, then you know, some of it's just learning your camera, you know, turning and dial and seeing what does this do, taking a picture, going, oh, that was ugly. And I'm not going to do that again. And then the, the, next, the nicest thing I've seen is you've gone from learning your camera to now playing with some of the software and being able to edit things and change things around and making them a little bit. You certainly don't go crazy with the Photoshop like I like to do sometimes, no. but you definitely have understood how you can, but bars do what, and if something's underexposed, brighten it up a little yeah. bit and all that stuff. So and then with that, you uh, it, you became popular. I think I better, I think people look forward to your photos. Yeah. I don't think they necessarily like it like I do. For the most part, I try to like almost every photo. I know I don't do a good job, but I do. Well, I get notifications once in a while where you just I catch up yeah what happens is I miss it and then I catch up I'm like well I need to catch up what I'll do is I try to catch it every morning when I get up and then I try to post it every day it's around the same time so yeah and then I get up I think about I think you post it around 6.30 don't you it's more around 7 because I get out of the bathroom from my shower and see that's when I I get out of the shower at 7 o'clock come down and sit on my couch and just kind of turn on the TV and then that's when I scroll and usually the first thing that pops up is your photo so I make sure I give it the so little I, smash I time it yeah so anyways <laughs> but there are times when I'm behind or I oversleep and then that doesn't happen and then that's so forth to catch up but anyways catch up yeah <laughs> um I think people enjoy them yeah. kind of like um Betsy and her son's Pictionary yeah. I don't think everyone's necessarily commenting on it or liking it, no. but I think people do enjoy it. Yeah, I haven't seen it in a while, but I miss it. Betsy. Yeah. You anyway. that, Betsy? <laughs> but I think it's worth noting that uh, something's come with this. Yeah. And I, I, I honestly think it's been by far the most favoritest thing. That's it's called. That's what this is called. There's a word for it. It's serendipity, which is a which is a fortunate accident. It's something that you didn't plan on happening. Yeah, but it, it's it's serendipitous. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah. So there's you had a fan. I had a fan. A fan. You have lots of fans. I consider myself a fan. A particular fan. Yes, I had somebody who was friends with mutual friends. Right. And she saw my face. I guess I don't know. She clicked on me, and she just started seeing my pictures, and she loved them, and so she friend requested me. And I was like, eh, what? Why not? Yeah. Let's talk about the random friend request. Yes. I I love that you did that. I mean, I do some background. Checks. Some intel. Yeah, you just look I mean, at, mutu- at mutuals. Yeah, really important. Yeah. So they were. If she was like a mutual friend with like a, like the uh, like Donald Trump, or the Aryan Nation, you probably would have declined. Yeah. That was probably a great m- gross misstep on my part <laughs> connecting those two together. I apologize, but <laughs> but anyways, um, but yeah. So did a little, and then you decided to go for it. Yeah. Proud of you for that. She looked nice. I uh, not too threatening. Not too threatening. I have a hard time doing that. What you did, and you can if we ever I mean, want there's to. There's some people I like. I don't yeah. think I want to. Uh, there's a lot of that goes on. The difference between I think you and me is, and you can appreciate this is, I keep my Facebook profile public. So like I don't care if you friend request me. I have no need for you to friend request me. If you want to follow my stuff, just hit follow. I don't hide it. That's. Yeah. For me, it's Facebook is as much of a tool now for me to sell cars as it is anything else. Okay. If I really want to do something, and this is just how it is, guys. Sorry, I, I text it to you. I just text it to people. If I, you know, that's just how I communicate. It's much more discreet. I don't have to worry about whatever else is going on in the world. I do try to post some fun stuff, some light stuff, some inspiring stuff, and then of course some artistic stuff, yeah. and then of course work stuff. But anyways. Back to where we we're going with this. So, uh, we had a group text with our friends. Yes. And they want to know what was going on. I didn't see it. Because I'll be honest, after I like it, I don't go back to your photos. 
Yeah. I don't scan the comments or your photos, but apparently I've learned something. Apparently I need to. <laughs> apparently this is something that I was missing in my entire life that I didn't know anything about. Until I got a text message that said, what's going on with Bradley's pictures? And I was like, I don't know. They're, they're great. That's what I actually said. Because somebody asked me, what's going on with Brad's photos? And I was like, I don't know if they're great. What are you talking about? He's been a different group text. And they're like, well, no, there's, he's talking with someone. And I'm like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know. Like, I'm... This was actually in a post about a show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, yes, exactly. But it was just like, okay, whatever. You know, like. So it's, it's no secret on this pod. We've gone 87 episodes to making light. Yes. And that's very fair to say. Light of your uh, marital status? Correct. Very single. Very single. But maybe not. Maybe not. Like things are going. And I guess that's just where I wanted to leave it. But what I, how I wanted to get there was, I think it's amazing on how, whether you want to say, maybe it was, there were times where I wanted not to take picture, and I wanted to throw the whole thing away, delete the Instagram photo. I make a joke all the time that I wanted to just drive rock truck at Lafarge and sell my camera equipment. But what I think it's neat is sometimes things happen and they're all connected in ways you don't even think they are. Yeah. And I'm excited. Not as excited as you are. There's excitement in my face. The, there is. May I that come out in my voice. I, I've hung around with you for a really, really long time. And there's just something different about you. And I, I know that. I'm myself intenting the whole thing. is how I am. But I could not be happier. Or more proud. You know, I did take a big step. I mean, they say true growth happens when you get out of your comfort zone. And I mean, I don't know if there's been anything more outside of your comfort zone than this whole thing. No. What I mean by that is it's, it's, it's taking your photos, it's putting yourself out there, it's letting people judge your work and saying, wow, that sucks, oh, I love that, and then, then the whole process of that. It's not just this, which is awesome again, it's serendipitous, an unplanned and awesome benefit that I am, which I wanted to bring up tonight, but really it comes down back down to you deciding just to put yourself out there in a way and something that's come from it. Yeah. And my message to everyone is sometimes you just need to do things and something is just amazing happening and you, it's, it's unexpected. You never know what'll happen. You never know. So it's okay to try new things. Yes. It's okay to continue to try to push yourself out there and just try something new because you never know what could happen. Living proof, right? Living freaking proof. So that is my how I wanted to handle that whole thing today. How do you feel about it? All right. Do you like how I did it? Yes. I thought you would. So that's that. My whole to wrap it back in a bow. Just and that goes for anything other people too. Like sometimes you might be doing something and inspire someone else to do something and you never know or see it coming. Yeah. So just don't be afraid to put yourself out there. Yep. All right. So we have a lost episode. Yes. And we're not going to go too deeply into it. But the problem with the lost, there is a problem inherently with that lost episode. Is it's our favorite top five we've ever done. Yes. Well, we have two lost episodes. Well, two lost episodes. Well, that one's not lost. It's just unfinished, and I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I mean, I could play it for you all, but it's just, like, weird. It's, it's just the intro. It's, yeah, 18 minutes and then silence for 55 minutes, which I don't understand. But anyways, the one episode, we have a top five that we absolutely love that never got, and we're going to do it. And what I like about this is the last one we shared because we revamped our top five about 20 episodes ago a dozen episodes ago yeah. I think it was Eric's yeah we just took things off the board yeah so once you go you can't you can't take it yeah so this week our top five is our top five top gun scenes and if you know one thing about this podcast 
We love Top Gun. We love Top Gun. Brad's still mad at COVID because... Top Gun 2 has been pushed back to next year. (laughs) Damn COVID. All right. You you got a claim? I'm going to let you go first. You go first. It doesn't matter. Number one in the Top Gun. What's your favorite Top Gun scene? Gotta be, I'm sending you to Top Gun. So, let's discuss this really quick. When do you feel the scene starts? We know when it ends. It starts just before they enter the room. So, when Cougar's leaving? Yes. And he goes, turns in his wings. Thanks, Maverick. And he's walking away and goes, thanks, Maverick. Yes. And then ends with, gentlemen, good luck, gentlemen. Yes. Okay. That's fair. Um, yeah. Rubber plane full of, uh, a plane full of rubber dog shit out of Hong Kong. Really good. Yes. Yeah. Or the flyby over Admiral's daughter, Penny Benjamin. <laughs> yes. That's, so that's really good. For me, my number one then, it's close. It's up there. So I'm going to go when Maverick finds out the girl he was hit on Charlie, or yeah, Charlie was his instructor. Right. Yes. Which starts when um, Viper is that his name? No, Jester. Jester. Jester introduces her, and ends with them in the hallway, not in the hallway conversation though, because I feel like that's a whole separate thing. Yeah. But I want like I was inverted. Iceman saying bullshit. No, that's true. <laughs> I'm very polar of it. We're keeping up relations. You know, give me a finger. All right. All right. That was on my list. Very high. <laughs> All right. And I will go with the bar scene where they're singing You've Lost That Loving Feeling. It's really good. So, are you just going to say something in the song, or are you going how far again? I love dissecting this, because I like how we decide when the scene starts and ends. We know when it ends. This one, Sundown? Yes. When starts, starts singing in the background? Yes. Okay. And it starts when Maverick sees Charlie, and they start doing the bet. Okay. The bet is? Yes. You must have... $20. $20. Carnal knowledge of a lady this time. On the premise. On the premises. <laughs> People are like, wow, they've really seen that movie a lot. You think? They need help. Personal preference. For some reason, I don't know why it is. After... After... Maverick and Goose get Jester. I'm not going to include Jester's dead, but it's after Jester's dead. We're going to buzz the tower. And it starts when, once they buzz, when Maverick says, Goose, we're going to buzz the tower. Two, for me, it ends when um, he goes, Maverick, do you think it's too late for me to get the numbers to the truck driving school. Because that's like one of my favorite lines. Yes. Maverick, do you think it's okay that I could drive it to truck driving school? Truck driver masters. Truck driver masters. <laughs> All right. I had that one too. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's see. I really like when Maverick and Viper are talking about Mav's options and his dad. Oh, and yeah. Maverick goes to Viper's house. And I like the sentimental stuff. The, the, the little talk. Yes. Then he walks up to the picture and he sees him. He's like, so yes. he flew with my old man. And then he finds out the truth about his dad. Yes. So it starts when he gets hit to the house. And then I guess when they cut to the next scene. Yeah. Um, God. 30 seconds of coming in there. 
Yep. So where you go? Where you go? <laughs> and I think that, yeah, that will go. And then that ends with, hey, Maverick, while you were out there showboating with that Meg, how was Cougar? Who was uh, watching Cougar? And then and he's just like, Cougar was doing just fine. Yep. So that's that scene. Didn't have that one, but that's a good one. That's right, Iceman. I am dangerous. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go with it. Charlie critiques Mav in the trailer, leading to the most R rated sex scene in a PG movie. <laughs> My plane and my crew comes first. <laughs> and then we get Berlin. So. Yes. Um, Goose dying. Uh, yes. And for me, that starts like when um, Jester's reading the, the the points board, and then you know, you got, they show both planes of them driving arriving together. And then it ends, of course, with, you know, Maverick and his underwear. Gotta let him go, sir. Yeah. <laughs> Maverick's underwear and the tidy ladies in the men's room. Yes. All right. This is number four or five? This will be number five. Lots out there, yeah, buddy. I know. I'm going to go with Mav and Charlie's dinner. Oh. So I guess I could include that with the volleyball <laughs> If you want to, I'll let you do that. Because it does play a part. It does. So we'll go with that. It starts with the volleyball scene and ends with them going to take a shower. Is it okay if I take a shower? Yeah, you can't take a shower. I'm well, I guess it would... Yeah, we'll say when he leaves the house. Yeah. Then it just... Leads to him needing another shower. I feel like an undue amount of pressure on me right now to choose something that doesn't get left behind. All right. Fuck, Brad. Why did you do this? We'll we'll discuss honorable mentions afterwards. (laughs) Okay. The defense department regrets to inform your sons are dead because they were stupid gray balls of fire. I'm going to round it up with that. So Maverick and Goose get snookered by they knew Maverick was going to be dumb. Yes. And set him up to fail. Which I think is very critical, actually, to the it plot. Is. Yes. But um, it, even better was Goose saying that line. It's my favorite line from the movie. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, um, Jester coming up to Maverick. And he said, that's some of the best line I've ever seen right up to, to the point. Or you got killed. You got killed. And that leads to the showers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Honorable mentions. I don't know. Well, I can tell you, well, the first one off the top of my head, Great Balls of Fire medley. Yeah. We had done one song about that, hard to believe. I didn't have that one, but yeah. Bullshit, you can be mine. I had that. You can be my man anytime. Yeah, okay. Uh, the introductory meeting with Viper. Well, they're all in the room. Yeah. No more ladies. Spelled Goose wrong. There's two O's in this. Or Mav seeing Goose's wife after his death. Yeah. It's a sad one. Also, when uh, Goose comes up to Mav after they get yelled at for the flyby, they, we learn that Matt... Mav has some problems with his dad. Yeah. Yeah. And then we find out that Goose is his only family. So you do know how much Goose does mean to Maverick. Oh, yeah. So they're more than just co-workers or whatever. You know. All right. Or the ending dogfight. I'll be remiss if I didn't say one. I feel the need, need for speed. Yeah. And it doesn't get any better than that. It's no good. It doesn't get any better than that. When people tell me it's no good, I'll say all the time and, and, and retort, it doesn't get any better than that. And they'll always look at me like, what are you talking about? Like, the milk's outdated. Allison, the milk's outdated, Steve. It says it's no good. And I'm like, what do you mean? It doesn't look any better than that. 
need to see. Well, fire with a goddamn gun ready. You, know? <laughs> you got that! <laughs> All right. Oh my god. I'm happier now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that you're happier. It's a great day. It is. All right. So let's wrap it up. Um, I'm glad we got a pod. So am I. And I'm glad that it was just you and me. And I'm glad that things are working out in your favor in many ways. Yes. I want to say that did it all just start because you were able to refinance your home? I mean, is that really what was going on? I mean, it might be. (laughs) That was a good time, too. (laughs) People must think we have quite the eccentric pod. But I'll tell you what makes me happy was listening to Jalen and Jacoby during quarantine and listening to their shitty audio. <laughs> I've actually stopped listening to them. Couldn't take it anymore. It got weird, didn't it? Yes. What do you think that happened? Just... I have my theory. Do you want to hear it? Yeah. They're best when they're together. Yeah. And I don't think they do well when they're apart. And they can't occasionally be apart. Because Jalen will do like go to the NBA Finals, and then Jacoby would hold it down in the studio. But I, I think at their best when they're together, they play off each other much like you and me. And yeah. I mean, we hated doing the pod over Zoom. Don't you agree? It yeah. was so stupid. We hated it. But I mean, what are you going to do? It's a lot of talking over. Seems yeah. like there's that delay that you don't get to see the person's reaction and you don't know what's going on with it. So, I mean, we did, if we're being honest, during quarantine, we, we didn't necessarily do a good job of staying away from each other. We stayed six feet from each other, yeah. but we, we saw each other once a week oh, yeah. at the minimum, yeah. sometimes even once a day for a bother. So we were walking back and forth to other's houses or whatever. I mean, like, um, and I, I have no problem with that. I know you don't either. I'm just saying that, like, um, I think Jalen and Jacoby are that way too. They're friends. And I think they play well off each other, so. Yeah. yeah. I know I got Coach Limbat coming on. Mm-hmm. Nate Barn declined. <laughs> which I'm fine with. He might come on later. Brady Smith does want to come on. Um, and there's been a couple of people also. Well, we're going to have Matt Duffler coming back on here in a couple of weeks. Yep. We talked about that. So, um, thought about having Tim Allen from Chippewa Valley at Valley Works come on. That's fine. Um, and maybe him and his wife, because they are kind of the team and they write yeah. a story together. Um, yeah. So, there's a couple other people I have in my mind I'm thinking about, but um, I don't like to say their names until like I talk to them and then you know, <laughs> like, oh, well, okay, that's weird because I have no idea that anything about that so <laughs> but yeah so that's what I've you know who I've talked to and we kind of at least know about what's going on so awesome but I will say again because if you put it in the universe you never have happened it would be cool to have Jake Fletcher for the 100th episode that would be yes. <clears throat> anything else you want what are you doing this week I don't know yet working Safe to say we were one apple farm trip away from having COVID. Were we? Yes, we were. So, well, not actually, we weren't actually have COVID, but it's worth knowing that. How was our Saturday? Yeah. Well, And it wasn't very socially distanced. No, it's not going to be. It's the problem with something like that. Especially in that bakery. Well, and like my friend was talking, I'm not... Putting people on blast, that's not what I'm trying to do. But, like, he went to a football game Friday night in our community. It wasn't Alpena, I'll say that. And he said, people are supposed to wear the masks. They're supposed to stay six feet apart from each other. No one wore a mask. No one stay six feet apart from each other. He's like, so unless people go out and police it. Yeah. Like, someone, and I don't think it has to be the police. I just mean, I think someone has to go around being a snitch, for lack of a better term, saying, hey, you guys can't do that. Yeah. So if no one's going to do that. Two things are going to happen. One, we're going to, they're not going to play sports. Yeah. And that's what I have a hard time with. It's like I, I watched on Facebook feed all these parents get mad about not having f- football or whatever sport for their kid. They're like, oh my God, I can't believe they're taking this away. This is so dumb. All you have to do is go to that thing and just 
be right. I mean, like, what really? What is it? That's then that's my whole problem. Like, if so, you have football at at knowing that you just need to just be responsible. Yeah. And if you can't do that, I don't feel bad. I just don't because if it's one thing if you're being responsible. You know what I mean? Like if people were wearing masks and if I knew they were six feet apart, I get it. Well, I guess the good thing is people are actually wearing their masks and saying that. Right. And I think that's important too. I think that's, you know, inside. Yeah. You know, today it was the first time I told somebody, put this on. But I know it's flaring up right now in our community. So when you know it's starting to flare up, it's the time. I mean, now is the time we got to start, you know, really being cognizant of it, just making sure we're washing our hands again. Everything goes along with that. So, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, it's good seeing you. It's good to see you too. I think it's a perfect length for a pod. Yes. Awesome. Uh, and, yeah, that's all I got for now. All right. All right, buddy. All right. See ya. See ya.